Hey. Hello. How you doing, man? How you doing, man? Welcome uh, to the. Uh, it's been crazy, bro. Welcome to snack time. Uh, we mm. we definitely have had a week thus far. A week. It certainly fucking has, dude. It's been it's, fucking uh, wild. Uh, it's such a week that we have not been able to even get together to record. We haven't been able to really hang out, like, like you know, because we can't hang out, but we haven't been able to, like, play Xbox or anything, so. This is our playtime now. Yeah, like, recording, we haven't had any close to a bit of a chance to do. Mm-hmm. It sucks. Well, I mean, for you, you've been busy with work. For me, I've been busy with work, but it's also because since it's a hurricane, it's actually, like, double the work. Yeah. So, hasn't so it's, it's been. it's horrible, it's been, because people are crazy. Uh, yeah, it's called people who don't live here don't understand. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say that this hurricane, uh, is going to be good or bad, severe or not severe. I, it's just, you know, it's like, it's like, like you being scared of it, does it really change your situation? No. I mean, as long as you just do the stuff that you're supposed to do, yeah. you'll be fine. As long as you're um, not an idiot. Anyway, no, uh, yes. snack time. You know why we we didn't want to miss multiple episodes, Mm-mm. so here we are making time, crying, fighting, and planning ahead. I you know, die. my my thing about this podcast has always been that I want to be very transparent because that's that's why a lot of the time snack time is very personal because mm-hmm. I don't want it to be like a persona. So if we are having issues or like scheduling conflicts or not being able to post whatever, we'll be I I like being transparent about it. Yeah, I agree. I think. Give the people some info. Make sure they know where we're at. Exactly. And, uh, it's going to get better. We're going to do better with the scheduling. All that good jazz. It's just life is an unpredictable son of a bitch. It so. is. Speaking of uh, unpredictable, let's talk about today's little snack time. Uh, yeah. Concerts. Just like our experiences. Because I-, I went to my first concert in like three years last week to see Panic, finally. Ironically, I have a tattoo of them on my body, but it's the first time I've gone to see them. Comes full circle. You know. Yeah, and it was a lot of fun. It was a good fucking time, for sure. <clears throat> so I think, uh, Matt, tell me about your, your first concert, dude. My first concert was a Tyler the Creator concert. What that the shit heck? was fucking awesome. Really? So, yeah, dude. So well, what happened was, so at the time, my sister was dating a boyfriend in Jersey. Her boyfriend, whose brother works for Sony, that I can't say the name because, you know, kind of rude plus it's kind of long do long overdone with that so anyway um he had basically connections to a lot of people signed and i guess tyler was or he probably still is signed to sony i don't really remember but um that's how we got tickets and this is at the time where like yonkers just came out and like everyone was on like the supreme like internet rap like wave like including myself like this is like childish gambino this is like uh, Child, chance a rapper, like oh, Ch- Tyler, peace, obviously. Chance the rapper. Hey man, he might be making a comeback. You never know. Yeah. He might. I he might it. Drop another children's book album or some shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know, um, it was pretty cool. It was at Terminal Five in New York. Uh, came into the city early that day. Blah blah blah. Did the usual stuff. You know, got some great Italian food. Just walked around this and that, whatever. And then, um, you know, we got to there. Um, it was, a uh, one of his first, like, I think all age shows, which was surprising. Wasn't really for all ages. Very like, <laughs> like just wild dude. 
Um, Terminal 5 is pretty notorious in terms of like venues because it's it, it basically the way it's structured out is like it's like three levels of balconies and then like a, a GA floor in the bottom. Yeah. So, so a lot of people like whether the artists or other fans like if you the higher you get you see a lot of people like hanging off the banisters and then jumping into a stage crowd is very what normal. the heck and, and the awesome. worst part and the best part is too like the venue owners <clears throat> fucking hate it but they just gave up and they're just like okay well the insurance policy says we told you not to do that shit so i remember when i first got there like it was me my sister and her boyfriend and we're like on the first level i'm pretty sure like on the level of the bar so you know we had some drinks a little snack here and there and like i don't know what to expect like they had taco if you know odd future you know who taco is he's like a well now he's like a dj he used to rap a lot for them but now he's like producer slash kind of just helps out with the brand i guess now i haven't really seen much from him so he had a set going and then you knew tyler was coming out because dude it was the funniest shit literally looking in the center everybody down, loses like, their minds like dude <laughs> we're on the balcony you're, i'm looking down at ga4 towards the towards the stage and all i see is Y'all ready, motherfuckers? And then I just see this huge <laughs> weed smoke cloud just poof up out of nowhere. And I was like, dude, am I? Oh, I didn't tell you, but I took an edible before this, too. <laughs> so, How old were you? Do you want to expose uh, yourself real quick? Um, I was at an age. But you, that's... Oh, perfect. Yeah. Of legal age. I was, I was, it was a legal age in high school, basically. Um, so, <laughs> just for ambiguity's sake, right? Um... But yeah, I mean, and then he came out, and this is it was it was when Yonkers came out, and then his next album, Wolf, came out, which I love that album. I think I can't really go back and listen to early Tyler the Creator now because I think he's just matured so much as a rapper that I like the newer stuff. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's a lot of people, you know. Yeah, and, um, I, I could see it. And um, it was great, dude. Like just fucking mashing out this and that. It was awesome. And then eventually, what happened was I snuck on to GA4. Did some crowd surf and I was actually trying to surf my way up to <laughs> Tyler to fucking I don't know insult me Dab or call me or some something. slur or something. Yeah, like, boo this guy, <laughs> boo this dude, boo. <laughs> yeah, so um, Top but two. it was it was great, dude. Like I'll never <clears> forget <throat> it. And that's really, I mean, and it was just around a time where I was first getting into making. Well, not I wasn't really making music. I, I was more just like wanting to do something with music. It was one of yeah those early. Uh, intervention times you know so. okay uh what about you little boy i sorry I'm, I'm like multitasking i also had to check my email really quick because you know work doesn't do stop know. uh <clears throat> my first concert was to go oh my god which i'm pretty sure i saw you too with my mom because my mom like a huge U2 Red Hot Chili Peppers fan so my first two concerts were U2 and then the Chili Peppers I think like a year later I like how even for a music answer that's like the most like Apple answer possible cause like, <laughs> dude cause she like had YouTube, one of the U2 was like a, basically pre-installed on like they every were. iPod and that, so. that album was bad too which is funny Songs of Innocence yeah. I remember uh dude. no dude I mean first of all she did have that there was an iPod classic that came out that had their like signatures engraved into it she had that. That mm. was pretty funny. That's awesome. Uh, no, I saw them on the U2 360 tour, I think it was. I, I have yeah. the shirt still somewhere. And it wasn't, you know, crazy. I was with my mom, my brother, and like her ex-boyfriend. I don't remember his, his fucking name. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, it was cool. You know, the, the way they had the stage set up, they had, there was like this crab kind of thing. 
where it was like four, it was like the stage in the middle and then these four legs would go up to support the screen and then the screen was a 360 and it just you know showed oh dude i remember that and whatever awesome yeah super cool uh i remember like our seats weren't great but we weren't up in nosebleeds or anything but we were just having a great time i remember standing the whole time and i remember because like the boyfriend at the time i really liked him and it was just a lot of like yell yell singing right in each other's faces just being like this is the greatest fucking moment of my life man uh mm. so that was awesome i remember that uh, i don't mm. remember a ton of it but it was cool that's fucking <coughs> awesome yeah dude uh, i mean oh sorry you go no 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 you go it's just crazy like how like there's like the shit's just changed just dramatically i feel like i don't know like because at that time too one of the biggest things I have to say is like that was like early like internet age with a lot of that shit too. So it was like a really interesting time because I felt like it was like the last time you can go to a concert and like not everyone was trying to film it and shit. Yeah, but you could just enjoy it in the energy. But dude, now it's fucking just weird, dude. It's just lights and flash and filming. That's which I think is so is. fucking rude. Anybody to use their flash while you're in front of an artist? Fuck it. What is your oh. problem? First of all, yeah, it's fucked up. Secondly, I don't know, like, that's like when you see, like, those stories on Instagram where it's, like, just nothing but consequential, like, you see, like, just the spaz of, like, posting. Yeah. And you're just like, dude, I, uh, I really don't give a fuck. I really <laughs> don't. Like, if I wanted to go to the concert, I would have gone myself. I don't need you to show me. Like, I feel like people, like, film there just, like, as, like, an ego flex. And just like, haha, I want to go do something uh -huh. cool. And it's just like, it's just like, dude, <clears throat> put it away. Enjoy the music. I don't know. No, like, and that's the thing too. Like, I don't mind. Like, if you take a video or two, or like, you take a video of like your favorite song, or take some photos, like whatever, right? Like, you should do that. I think that's really important to like record your experiences. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's like you don't need to do it the whole time. If it's to the point where it almost feels like you obstructed your own concert experience, it seems kind of down to me. Dude, and so. that's why I sent you the videos I took. I don't take videos of whole songs or anything. It's just moments that I enjoyed. Like, yeah. I, I guess I'll just go right into it. Uh, I want to do like first concert and then our most recent concert. Mm. So, you know, I went to Panic last week. We went to Madison Square Garden. Sold out show, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, the stage setup, I don't know if you've seen anything on Instagram, but the stage setup is pretty dope it's just a you know gigantic screen in the back like runway right yeah and, and then that too yeah <clears throat> and it's just like the energy is the biggest part like first of all great performance you know of course me being being a vocalist i am trying to like nitpick the little things that he's doing or like notice like oh my god you know in the recording he's using his chest for this but then since he clearly can't use his chest for this at every concert he's going up into like his mixed voice during this specific note that's pretty blah 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 you know mm -hmm. Uh, if he was using a vocal track, I did not notice. Yeah. Uh, oh. the energy is just really nice. Like a lot, you know, a lot of people aren't a huge fan of that album. And it's so funny that he goes like five songs, the whole album, and then five songs. But dude, when I tell you, like, cause I was talking to Brendan and, and Jackie afterwards, and even Timory, who hates most of Viva Las Vengeance. They all fucking loved it. They're talking about how it's the best concert they've ever been to. The performances were phenomenal, whatever. And you could tell, you know, once a <clears throat> once that album started, mm -hmm. when he got into that album, the energy dipped, but it didn't dip enough to be like, oh no, this is sad. It, it was more like, I guess these people just don't know the words. 
Yeah. And then you get to sins, and he doesn't close with sins anymore. Because he, fucking High Hope sucks. I was gonna say, I bet he closes with his highest stream song or something. Yeah. Well, I mean, now the closer, it goes Sins, Victorious, and then High Hopes, which is a weird fucking trio to close with. I don't know. But when I tell you, dude, I always thought, because you, you don't notice it when you're watching the videos, I always thought that he just doesn't sing Sins because he hates it at this point. I don't think it's that. I, I think, think it's just become a thing. I, yeah, of course. Yeah. But now, I think it's just a thing to scream at him. And like, you know, the energy's really high, whatever. When Sin started, the whole opening, he doesn't sing. The crowd is singing. <clears throat> and as you're getting up to the break for the first chorus, people just get progressively louder and more aggressive. Like, I, I sent you the video. And as you get up to the word whore, it's it's just nothing but pure like happy people you see them like jumping around and, and shit and they scream this word at him and he goes oh my god this is great i think that is that was the best fucking moment i've ever seen in terms of music yeah dude i mean that's like, also dealing with that at every concert i was gonna say uh, i mean i think when you go to concerts like that especially when the fan base is very strong <clears throat> i think that there is like a there's like an energy in the air like oh yeah so that like the I, that like the, the concert pheromone well that too oh dude, that's classic that's i've so grown funny. to love that smell anyway <laughs> but um i think especially when it's like an artist that like people are really fucking hyped up to see yeah the music just sounds better too like you're in the moment and mm -hmm. like you're, you're like, not wow. nitpicking or anything it's like you take like that technological like middleman and like you're actually there and it's like it's just weird because it's like it's it's like for you like for that artist in particular that could be like 30 50 60 80 dates probably sometimes yeah. depending but for you that's like one time and then like it's like the only time you're gonna ever gonna hear it like that ever like how is it yeah. like supposed to be played so i can imagine dude like that's kind of like the that's like the best part about those especially with those highlight moments too because it's also too like every show is different yeah. so when you have like those buildups, especially in that in that moment you're talking about, just fucking legendary. Fucking Top legendary. Tier. Top tier. Give it a 10 out of 10. I also like almost didn't go because you know me. I was like, man, I don't feel like taking the train and whatever. It was a yeah. good time. I'm, I'm glad I went. I love the city, dude. I, I hate love the city. The city. <laughs> hate it. Dude, All right. I love the city. Tell me about your, your most recent concert. I know you, you haven't been really recently. It's been two years. Once COVID started, I mean, no. Actually... 2017 was the last concert I went to. It's been a minute. It was mostly was it just Metallica? because. It was Metallica. Yeah, was a good time. I love that photo. <laughs> yeah. So I guess uh, interesting story actually. So I was talking to a girl down here at this time, and um, you know, we were kind of vibing, and we were pretty kind of close. And she was all the way in um, she was all the way. Uh, well, actually, I don't want to say the town, but <laughs> it was in Florida. That's much I'll give. Be respectful. Be respectful. You know. And, um, <laughs> and this is the summer right before I'm about to go to college. So, um, so I got these and that was like when hardwired to self-destruct just came out too. And I was like, really on a, like you remember, I was like on a big Metallica bench. I was, I it's mean, Patrick, you remember too. too. <clears throat> I was really pent up on the big four of thrash and that's what was really pushing me to get into a band with you and our other friends at the time, especially when I first came back. So, um, it was, it was cool. So 
I got those tickets. They were expensive as shit, first of all. I mean, but it's also a legacy band, so of course it's going to be fucking yeah. expensive. Yeah, of course. Um, And so we were supposed to meet up, and she never came. And she said, oh, blah, 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 something with my grandma or mom or whatever. And I'm like, okay, I've heard that story before. <laughs> uh-huh, you're just making excuses. So I had two options. I was like, do I just go home like a fucking idiot? And just not I'm already myself. here, bro. I said, I'm already here. I literally parked. I'm like ready to fucking go. I hear the fucking sound system going on. I was like, fuck it. I'm going in. So I, I get in, grab myself a fucking like, like, I think I didn't really drink at the time. So I think I got like, what, like a Coors Light or something. I don't fucking know. Any like, fu- anything that like thrash metal listeners in their 40s drink, you know? <laughs> so... <laughs> I go through the, you know, I go through the main entrance and everything, and everything's great, you know? Um, yeah. Get in, I'm, my social anxiety goes up through the fucking roof. I'm like, this is, like, it was mostly just because it's like, I've never done something like that on my own. So I was like, it's one of those things where, like, you don't want to be like a wallflower. So, you know, I, uh, so I started just pushing through. I said, fuck it, just fuck it, just fuck it. So I chug the beer, and then just, like, liquid courage kind of kicks in, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Benson. Yeah, so, like, I make my way through. I think the opener was, uh, I think, I forget the name, honestly. I think it's called Volkit or Voltic or something like that. I have no idea. I don't know, but their sound system was shit, and that's the reason why I have tinnitus to this day. <laughs> so, because it was that fucking loud. Um, so they were good though. They were like, they had a couple good songs. It's just the sound system was completely distorted. And something I didn't realize is that obviously each band like carries like their own sound system. And well, I would figure as much, right? But I like, I would figure at least in the PAs, it'd be like the same thing, but it wasn't. Nope. So, um, you know, so they went through <laughs> this and that. And then, oh, Avenge Sevenfold was like the sub headliner. They were fucking awesome, dude. <laughs> like, ultimate combination <laughs> that's when i really started talking to people more and like getting into like mosh pits and shit like that mm-hmm. and um it was cool dude. i never been in a mosh pit before and i was kind of nervous too but like yeah it, that sounds nerve-wracking it's nerve-wracking but the thing is, is like it's it's not like some concerts <clears throat> in the past year <laughs> like at least an ambulance can get through you know but the Jesus thing is Christ is just that, that <laughs> it's fucked up dude i'm sorry i mean it's true though nah but um, people were nice. Like they pick you back up, and I think like I understand it now. It's just that it's when you get hit with that physical adrenaline after you get like fucking punted. Like <laughs> at first it was fine because like smaller guys in there in a cell. I'm like the biggest guy there, dude. And they had these fucking brawl like biker dudes just come in. And they're just like fucking slamming each other, and then I got thrown in the mix. I got fucking slammed like three fucking times like a fucking ping pong. And I was like, shit, this is fucking bing, bing. crazy. And they're pretty. There was a couple of cool people I was talking to too. Like, a, like I was like this family I was talking to. Like, I was like, okay, I don't expect you guys to see your Metallica concert. And like, I said, at least see you in the fucking bleachers. Like, you have your fucking five-year-old son in GA. <laughs> like, dude, what the fuck? <clears throat> so anyway, type of parents I'm trying X, to be. X Seven does a great set, you know, and then um, and then the big boys come out, dude. That felt fucking weird, like the reason I felt weird. I was like probably the same reason I felt weird for you to see Panic because it's like. See, it's like one thing if it's like a new artist or like someone that's just coming out or something like that. But this is like a legacy artist. Yeah. Like, it felt very surreal to see them like in person. Dude, and that, that's the weirdest thing. Yeah. Like a band that you've listened to hundreds of times or whatever. And then you're like, oh my God. 
You're fucking real. I've listened to The Ballad of Mona Lisa a hundred times a year for the last six years. And, and now Brendan Urie is in front of me. Exactly. So you're like, you're not like, it's almost like a skepticism thing. Like you're like, is this real? Like, am I actually doing this right now? Yeah. And it, and it was so fucking cool. I mean, I was think, I think I was stage, I think I was stage left. Yeah, stage left. So I was seeing like, no, sorry, stage right. My bad. So technically like left facing the yeah. stage. Um, I was closer to like Kirk Hammett. We, best fucking guitar player of all time so you can fucking <laughs> like just shred and rip it up you know at this point the crowd was a lot more wild because obviously like not a lot of people come for the openers but like by the time they came out like ga was completely fucking filled of like, course it was like a white floor like it was just nothing but people and at this point like people to get to the front dude yeah but i was there like mad early i think like that they metallica went on around like 10 i got there around like six so i was like way ahead of the fucking curve yeah. And um but that's also too because people were like pre like pre gaming in the in the in the stadium lot. So but well because the thing about this one is Camping World Stadium. So the interesting I mean with, inherently within the name, it has campgrounds on the outside for people to tailgate for uh, football games okay. and shit. Okay. So but um people were just out there like barbecuing like getting ready for the main show. There's actually some people actually ironically like they just stayed outside the fucking stadium, barbecued and partied and listened to the music that way too. If they weren't fucking caught loitering, but some people had like if they weren't caught loitering, which is fucking impossible because at a certain point, it's just like there were so many people at that concert, like the police didn't give a fuck. As long as people weren't rioting, it's fine. Yeah, as long as you're not like breaking into buildings and shit, it's fine. Yeah, or like, yeah, (laughs) or injecting people or something. I don't know. What? (laughs) I'm sorry. Those are really out of taste jokes, but I had to get them in. But um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, but um. But they played, dude, just some, even like the ballads was great too. Like, Nothing Matters was like probably like one of the most <clears> beautiful performances I ever seen. Just the drama within that performance, right? And then, like, on top of it too, like playing the classics. And then, even like the newer stuff sounded really good too. But, oh, dude. You're <coughs> I gonna love that lo- album a lot. You're gonna love this. My video stopped again. Oh, that's fine. Oh, well. <laughs> it's like you're not even surprised anymore. <laughs> nope, not at all. Trial and error, my friends. Trial <laughs> and error. Back to the episode, right? So, <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, and then I finished with I think Master of Puppets, which that was the craziest thing. And at this point, I'm tired. I'm dehydrated. I'm, I'm like probably fucking five beers that costed a hundred dollars. Like I'm fucking Absurd, done, dude. dude. <laughs> I mean that's content culture, baby. Uh, and, um, no, I know. We we had I had three drinks and it cost me sixty bucks. It's fucking wild. Which is, but once you once you kind of get that going in your system, you're definitely having a more good time. That's for sure. I mean, not that yeah. it's necessary, but it enhances no. the experience. You know, it hundred so. percent enhances. Yeah. So, um, that was great. And then fucking navigating my way out took like fucking an hour and a half, two hours, and then got home around like one or two o'clock in the morning and. <laughs> <clears throat> this is at the time dude, was where us. I was still, yeah, dude. But you know what? It was it was worth it. I think a hundred percent. I was a, uh, I was saying yesterday or the day, whatever day it was. We uh, we got home at like one. I had to be at work at six. I was like, I'll do this ten times over. That that was awesome. I don't give a shit. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's like it's different than like partying because like partying, like or anything like anything other than that. It's just like or even like if it's like a sports team that you like, you know, or yeah. Let's say even like on the higher end, like a fight or something. I don't know what. Like you really appreciate um, the you you re- appreciate the value that's behind it, and um, 
it's something that like you carry on with yourself like now i now you get those stories like when your parents are like oh yeah i saw journey in like 89 she was <laughs> fucking nuts <laughs> just three like, dudes yeah. died it was a whole thing it was a whole thing but you know but it was we okay. mourned them <laughs> together <laughs> i swear to god dude but oh, um i mean the way i see concert culture now it's just kind of like i mean in the past couple years especially it's interesting because like I've, ever since i transitioned to a hip-hop guy i gotta say that i don't know i like individualized concerts for artists and stuff because there's a bit more attention to detail um the only thing i'm really against right now is just festivals to a certain degree i think festivals are fucking stupid um i understand why they exist because it's like a better bang for your buck like 300 bucks you get to see all these artists yeah but then it's also like well you might not like all those artists which is fine each artist probably only gets like a set of 30 minutes to an hour whereas if you go into like a tour of the person you actually like it's like maybe two and a half sometimes even three hours which exactly. is exactly i'd much rather do that yeah so i mean and then not to mention like i think the only thing that i like the like the only thing i really dislike is just how toxic the culture can be from time to time like you've gotten to more rock concerts so i think the difference is that like there's a bit more of like a friendliness characteristic to it there's definitely a lot more camaraderie yeah whereas like hip-hop like everyone's kind of like which is fine it's like you're on your own and this and that and whatever the case may be but no one ever looks out for each other like that i feel like so when you go it's almost like survival tactics like if you like something fucking happens you know like you're fucked like I'm not going to say like specific things, obviously, but you know what I'm talking about when I mention certain festivals and this and that. Yeah, I, I know, you know, I know. So it's like, that's the only thing I kind of wish was like different. Like even then, so like you also look at like festivals like Woodstock, even for being as infamous as it was, there was a culture around it, you know? And Rolling Loud, ah, fuck it, I already said it. But yeah, Rolling Loud's already <laughs> doing it anyway, <laughs> which is great. They've been getting better. But I also think too, like, it's almost like a, a game with them. I guess what I mean is like, you, you obviously want to put artists on a bill that are going to attract attention, but it's like, are you doing it for the music or are you doing it for the tickets? And they're, they're a business at the end of the day, you know, I get it. But when you dance that line, it gets a little, little interesting, you know? It makes yeah, me it question my respect. Yeah. Anyway, let's end on a positive note. Oh, uh, damn. Let, okay. Let's try to go to a, a concert. <laughs> Within the next year, maybe maybe when you come up here, I'll look at some shows. Maybe if you come visit in January or February, we can uh, we can hit something. Damn, I wanted to be sad and shit. No, I'm just nah, <laughs> nah, fuck that. Happy nah. smiley shit. Fine, fine, fine. No, I'll, I'll finish up by saying, but like, there's still a lot of good stuff that are happening with it, and especially like with a lot of more tours getting more budgets now. Like, I'm just happy to see that like concert culture is back, especially after uh pandemic and stuff like that so post vid but no we'll definitely figure something out hey man i mean i think is mcr gonna be in town next year i don't even know i have Probably no idea will. i'd imagine definitely get we gotta we gotta get like we have to have a new york city boys trip you know that's, oh that's gonna be God. the wave okay. i'm ting yeah that, okay fine <laughs> yeah butter if you go through the effort of flying up here i'll go through the effort of going to the city for a day oh i love effort <laughs> whatever and anyway. with that, ladies and gentlemen, make sure to, to follow the socials. Check out the YouTube. There's there, Usually there's video, but... It's always something. <laughs> not today. <laughs> <laughs> Your boy gonna be uh, cleaning out the hard drive. <clears throat> it's gonna be interesting. 
Aight, aight, aight. But well, this has been the Anything Bull. I am your boy, Mateus Fernandez. And I've been Miguel the Exhausted Boy. The Dead Boy. We will see you <clears throat> in the next episode. Aight, bye. Bye. <laughs>